Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Club Live here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. And you can tell it's still summertime because we still do not have a full house. I <laughs> thought tonight was going to be the night, but it's just um, two of us again this week, like last, um, but a different two. Uh, and introduce the person that's here with me this evening, uh, Mr. Scott Carney. How are things with you? Good evening, Scotia. Yes, hello, everybody. Hello, chat. Uh, hello, viewers. Hello, listeners. Yes, um, yeah, just uh, last time I said, mate, two Scots don't make a right, but maybe two Scots do make a right. Maybe that's why it's been left out to again tonight. Uh, yes, apologies for my absence last week. I was I was not well. I really wasn't well, uh, but back fighting fit now, mate, and uh, yeah, ready to get back into the swing of things. And as always, hello, chat. Um, good to see you all. Yeah, back in at the swing of things in Club Live. But before Club Live, you recorded a brilliant show, excellent show with um, David Edgar from Heart and Hand. Um, how did you enjoy that one? Yeah, it was good, mate. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I think people are people know I'm a bit of a, a fanboy with Stevie and Davey. It's, I've never had it, mate. They are they are a massive part of the reason that we have a podcast, mate. Uh, so I think it's always good to get David's insight um, on on matters of, of all things Rangers. Uh, obviously, he's a, a commercial partner with the club. Um, he's got a bit of an insight. He's got good contacts, etc. And it's just interesting to hear a different perspective from time to time. And I also think it's it's nice when David Edgar's not a host uh, in the nicest possible way. Not that I think that he's a bad host or anything like that, but it's good for him to be able to just relax and then have a, a enjoy a conversation about about Rangers. So no, the the feedback from it has been has been tremendous. Um, if you haven't listened to it, please go check it out and leave a comment. Let us know what you think of it. But no, um, not that David Edgar will be watching this, but I thank David Edgar for coming on the podcast. It was very generous of him to do so. Yeah, no, I like I say, I really, really enjoyed it. I like that Kenny went off on wee tangents and things like that, but I like to see like Kenny grew. The podcast felt very natural. I really enjoyed it. So no, if, as Ali, uh, as Ali, as Scott says there, if you've not listened to it already, get along and then have a wee view of that. But stay with us this evening because, like I say, we'll talk about all things Rangers now. Uh, Carney, I've been pretty lax and kind of keeping up with things this week. I think it's been a fairly slow week. I've been that bad at it that I texted, I was in the middle of texting you last night and before I sent it, I went to just double check to make sure it hadn't happened, but it had. Um, Serial Dessers was finally announced uh, as Rangers sixth signing of the summer. Um, great news, he comes in what appears to be a deal worth around 5 million euros with uh, 1.5 million euros in add-ons potentially. Uh, a four-year deal this is good. This is this has been waiting. It feels like ages that we've been waiting for this to happen. Yes, mate. This is this one has took a long time. Well, I don't know if it has took a long time. I was thinking about it today actually while I was um while I was at work and I think we are so used to everything being there and then with social media and with computer games because like in FIFA you can sign a player in 30 seconds. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It doesn't take that many months to yeah. do so. But no, I, this this one is one that excites me um, for a number of reasons that I'm sure we'll get into, but it's it took its time. It did. It took its time. At times, it looked like it wasn't going to happen, but there is no absolutely no doubt about it that this was Bill's number one target for us for the for the striker, um, I, the striker and his team, and he's got him. He's got him. He's managed to get him. Uh, I think so far, from what we're getting led to believe, he's pretty much getting. Everyone that he wants first time, um, or that he's number one to maybe one first or second target, um, no matter what the depending on what you want to believe. But it's a it's an exciting signing, mate. It is an exciting signing, and I think we are we're okay to be excited by it. I think there's 
too much negativity um, at times around the club and the way it has been over the last year. And so far, we've signed six players and I don't think we're done yet. Um, this is a very exciting window so far and um, Dessers is just another one to add to that list. Yeah, I mean, we'll get on to kind of some of the other potential signings later on, um, but we'll stick with Dessers. I mean, we've, we've spoken about him, like I say, it feels like ages because it's probably about three or four, five, maybe even five weeks ago that I turned around and said that I thought this one's imminent. It'll be next week, I expect it. it Kenny, like you say, it did have that wee period where it looked like it was completely off. Um, interesting, using another player who we'll go to speak about uh, later on, but I'm, I'm really happy that it's done. You know, yes, we've said it before, his stats for Kemenese last season, not great, but take into consideration where Cremonese were in Serie A. You look at yes. the stats for um, Feyenoord when he was playing like top scorer in that um, Conference League. No, I'm very excited. Um, and it's it's the area of the pitch as well, Carney, that we needed to spend. And we needed to spend big, I felt, in that, that, that attacking positions. I'm, I'm not shocked that this has been the biggest spend. Um, I think we just before we come on in, I think it's the biggest one since um, Ryan Kent. Somebody can correct me in the comments if you're wrong. Um, but I think I always knew that this would be the case, that if we are going to spend, if we are going to go down a route of actually paying a transfer fee for someone, it will be for the it will be for the striker position, if not one of the attacking players in the inverted commas. So I'm not shocked um, that we went out and spent, we've spent money on them, but this, it, was, it was critical, mate. It was absolutely critical. With Alfredo Morelos obviously not leaving the club now and obviously not really kicking his own arse for the past season um, or longer, some may argue, it was, it was vital important that we got someone to, that was going to fit the bill and he looks like he certainly does um, the the kind of rampaging forward if you want to use a footballing cliche but he does look very much like that uh, I, I like the the style of him I like his, 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 his direct play I think he's kind of both footed as far as I can tell I think he can hit shots with both I think it I've seen him. I've seen him hit shots with his left, right, and I was like, mm, it's a decent shot on him. And then he hit a penalty with his right on one of the obligatory YouTube videos that I watched, and I was like, is he left footed or is he right footed? So I'm not actually 100 percent sure what he is. Do you know if he's left footed or right footed? I don't know, but I, I like quite like. I don't think ambidextrous is the right word. I think that's for your hands, handedness. No. But um, ambidextrous. Oh, that mean, the, surely that feet. means the same. Does that not mean the same thing for your feet? No. Um, possible. There's probably a different term for it, but probably someone can tell us in the comments. But yeah, no, I like that in a player that they can Amphitrus. Amphitrus. <laughs> no, but again, the, the the build of him, the 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 strength of him, the 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 type of player that he is, um, it fits the bill, mate. It fits the the bill that Michael Beale was was looking for, and what we are looking for, I think, ultimately in a striker. Um, there is absolutely no doubt that he's coming here to play. That's one thing for sure. I expect him to immediately go into the starting eleven, uh, and probably not look back from there. I think it's easy to get bogged down, as you mentioned, mate, on his on his just his previous season and his stats there, which aren't particularly mind blown. But overall, as a as a striker, he, he's doing not too bad. And what's particularly exciting, and another reason that I think that he fits the bill so much, is his assists. He's got quite a lot of assists in his career. I think it's like 42 or 43 assists he's had in his career out of 200 and whatever games it is. Uh, and I think that's going to be important when you think of the likes of Cantwell, Lawrence when he's back fit, breaking into the box and he's the one that's laying off the wee balls for them. Um, it's exciting signing, mate. I do. I, I, am, I am very excited about it, by it. And if we're up we're always going to be excited about it because we've just sent, we've just spent money on a striker. It's like a hurrah moment. 
Yeah, um, GD put made the good comment there about um, the size of um, Dessers along with the Glamour's big lad that were signing quite um, robust players, it looks like. And yeah. you know what? As this summer transfer window is going on, I'm going like, hmm, Borna Barisic, do we keep him a, bit, a wee bit longer? He could <laughs> be useful with some of his crosses for the, the size mm-hmm. of players that we're bringing in. Um, I know that'll be to the delight of Ryan <laughs> when he <laughs> listens to this back. But yeah, no, I'm very excited with Dessers coming in. I hope he can hit the ground running because uh, I think he could be a very good big success for us. You know, he's coming to his 28 years of old, 28 years of age, sorry, of old. Um, prime prime time for him to play, you know, and I think he can come on and prove something in Scotland. You know, we've, we've said, you know, we're going to have the majority of the ball. He's going to get an awful lot of opportunities. Uh, I, I'm feeling really good about this one. It's the first signing really this summer that's really, really excited me. All the other ones have been really good, but this one I think, yeah, no, I'm very happy with it because, like we've said, it's an area of the pitch that we need to strengthen. Um, now, in fact, speaking about that area of the pitch, you briefly talked about it with uh, David on the podcast that you put out um, earlier in the week, and um, then Ryan and Ali spoke about it as well, but I've not had my chance. To speak about it, and that was um, we've got Sima, um, Abdullah yep. Sima, on a season-long loan from Brighton. Obviously, well known to us because he played against us when we played Slavia Prague. And I actually meant to today to sit back and watch our post-match reaction of it to see what we'd said about him. But I stupidly fell asleep watching the tennis on the couch, so I, I didn't go back to watch it. But again, I'm quite excited by this one, Carney. I don't know if you've got any more thoughts on that one. No, I agree, mate. I do agree. I think it's. Uh, so David Edgar actually made the point that Brighton are pretty much up there right now with talent spotting um, with, with, with kind of younger players and Seamus hopefully is going to be one that fits that fits that bill. Um, he's, he's another one that I'm excited to see. I really am. I, I, there's not, I don't think there's any signing really just now that I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to seeing. Um, and Seamus is one of them. He just... He looks like a good player. He does look like a really good player. Um, you never know what's going to happen. I'm not particularly put off by the fact that it's a loan signing. Um, these things are going to happen in football, where, as I said, we can't go out and sign every single player that we're ever linked with. So these things are going to need to happen, and we need to remember the the market that we are we are shopping in. Um, we we are a gigantic club. Yes, we are. We're um, one of the biggest clubs in the world, but unfortunately, we, we have to shop in a certain window a certain section of the transfer window or the transfer market if you like so uh, it's just a wee bit of reality check sometimes I think with that but in terms of what I think he's going to bring me I think he's going to be I think he's going to be good again I, I'm, I'm always one for getting as soon as they sign me and I see them with a blue scarf above their head I'm like that's it they're the best player that we're ever going to see play for Rangers and it's easy to get carried away but it's because there's just so many happening just now and um, there's so many signings happening just now but Seema's Seema's one I'm definitely excited about mate um, I think he's coming here to he's coming here to play I don't think I've got any real doubt, in the, doubt about that he's coming here to play and he's obviously going to try and prove his worth in terms to get himself back to the Premier League I mean you never know he might end up staying on with us if that's if that's the way the things are going to fall um but uh in terms of a signing um and for a loan signing especially it's one that i'm, I'm particularly excited about yeah i mean on the SEMA one it's like a player we've played for uh, played against us before but you look at some of the players that we've come up against in europe and look at the kind of money like the slob going to um liverpool there's an awful lot of players that we've come up against that are moving for very, very big money. And Seema obviously did move for quite a big sum of money to Brighton as well. So no, excited about that one. Only slight concern, and I did raise this point when we were at linked with Dessers at first, is that um, both Dessers and Seema, Dessers for Nigeria, Seema for Senegal. Yeah. 
potentially be involved in the African Cup of Nations, um, which runs from the 13th of January 2024 to the 11th of February. So probably likely if they both those teams um, go far, which is potential because Senegal are the defending champions and Nigeria always seem to be a team that, you know, are in and about the semi-finals, final stages of these tournaments. Potentially missing three games, um, St Mirren, Livingston and Aberdeen, um, possibly St John, the St Johnston game, um, if they both teams make it to the final. So on that, Carney, should we still be looking for another, someone else to come in out front? And there's obviously a name that we're heavily linked with, the name Danilo. That would be very exciting if we also win for Danilo. Yeah, that would be, that one's another one that would particularly excite me. Uh, right now, mate, I'm not 100% sure because, uh, again, I feel like he's becoming a, not a joke figure, but an everyday mention in this podcast is Kamal Roof, mate. Um, I, I, it's all about if Kamal Roof stays fit. And then it's whether that whether that Bill feels like there's a reassurance there that whatever problems that he's had are as as good as behind him as can possibly be. I think he's always going to be an injury prone player now that the age that he is as well. I think it's always there's always going to be something that might crop up with him. But whether he's at the the Ryan Jack stage of recovery, if that makes sense, the sense that he will play more times than not, um, because it was quite clear over the last season he was nowhere near contributing enough towards the team. Um, he, he hardly played at all. And for a player of his stature and the wage that he's going to be on, it's a, a decision that the club have to make going forward with Kamar Roof. He looks fit. I mean, he walked into a tra- into the training <laughs> centre, which was always positive to see without aids of uh, crutches or a moon boot or anything along the lines of that. So I think that's maybe where there'll be a sticking point. Um, I'm not sure if we will go out and recruit. I mean, Danilo's, we are still strongly linked with him, uh, but I think, again, it also depends who leaves. I mean, uh, we're going to need to come on to that, I suppose, about players that are going to leave. Um, But right now, I'm not sure. Um, right now, I'm not sure. Uh, obviously, I think Danilo is one if we do get, I'm, again, another one I'm particularly excited about if we do manage to get that across the line. But, from what we have right now, I'm right. Okay, I'm 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 happy with what I have just now, and I know that's me putting my eggs in the Kamar Roof basket, hoping that he stays fit, which is a big hope. I do get that, but we've said a million times before that Kamar Roof is an, a quality striker, like an absolute quality striker, but only if he stays fit. And they famous last words, but. I don't see him to buying Roof, so I, I believe Roof will be here. He might go out if they're going to if they bring somebody else in. I would expect Roof to maybe move on. To, maybe on a loan to buy, something like that, to, to a team. Um, so right now, I don't think that's the area that I would be focusing my attention on. Um, I think I would be looking elsewhere, I think, to bring somebody else in, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, you're speaking about Roof there. There's obviously, you've obviously got Cholak as well, but I think, I would say like Cholak, you know, I think he could contribute next season, but I just get the feeling that Beal, doesn't tend to fancy him, I don't think. And again, I've, I've said, I said it often enough last season, he never really impacted the game off the bench. He needed to be starting games. You know, obviously the injury that he had probably disrupted that a wee bit, but any time that he did come off the bench, he didn't really do much. Um, but So that, he's one that I could potentially see being an outgoing. Yeah, that's what I mean as well. With the Cholak, with the age that Cholak is as well, he's going to be thinking to himself, I need to be playing first-team football. Um, so it might be a decision for him to make as well. I'm presuming, I mean, I know for a fact that Bill's going to have had a conversation with him and said where he sees him in the squad going forward, whether it be here or whether it be elsewhere. Um, but it's whether he it's whether he wants to fight for it, I suppose, because when he gets his chance, maybe in 
cup games, whatever early round of cup games. If because I, I again, I'm without getting carried away. I expect Dessels to hit the ground running. I really do, uh, but it's whether he's going to wait and bide his time for his opportunity and whether he can ever get back to that purple patch that he had when he first came to the club um, because he was scoring for fun. But he's, he, he certainly kind of fell off a cliff. Obviously, the, the injury didn't help matters. So maybe it's a decision for him to make as well. Uh, but if, out of the strike, out of the front line now, I would, if I was, when we come on to it as well, but he would be the first one that I would expect to get moved on should and when the club decide to start moving players out yeah I, I do I do think that's maybe the case like I say I do like Jolak and I do think he could contribute but I just get that feeling that maybe not so much for Beal and, and where does he fit in like right now well as you say we'll, we'll come on to the kind of how we think we're going to go forward with the signings we've made so far but on the you were speaking there about another position that you were keen on would that either be let's see midfield or left centre back what one is it that you're more more concerned about Probably left centre back. If I'm being completely honest, being selfish and just wanting to attack, attack, attack all the time, I would, I would like another midfielder as well, mate. Um, just for a wee bit more cover. But obviously, um, Sifquentes is that his name? He's a kind of number eight. So that looks like that is still going to happen. We are still obviously that one's kind of fell away under the radar since Sima and um, Dessers come in. But Sifquentes does look like it's still a done deal. I've not heard anything different anyway, that it looks like it's still a done deal. It's just a matter of time now until that's announced. Um, so that, I suppose, kind of bulks up the, the bulks up the midfield. But yeah, I think probably defence mate as well. I would I would like one more centre half, left sided centre half, I think I would I would quite like. Um we also we could be doing with our, our right back as well, but whether Sterling's just going to cover that, um, cover the like in a number of roles, like a utility defender, if you like, and that's what he's there for. But I, I expect him to be pushing to start as well. I think we'll see him start more than more than we probably think. But yeah, I would, I would say a a, a defender. I, I would say a left sided, left sided centre half. And I'm not going to be shocked if you say you agree with me, mate, because defender at heart and all that. Yeah, well, not really. For me, the pressing issue I think is getting that getting the Sifuentes deal over the line before. Yes. You know, obviously he's only got six months left in his contract, but you don't. I don't want to wait until December because he's like he's. In, I think he played the other night or he came off the bench the other night um, for LAFC again. So I mean, he's it's in mid-season with them. You don't want to sign him really late on, and he's like played like a season and a half if he comes in because you'll need to come mm-hmm. in and be like a key player for us. I would like to get him in now so that you know you can give him a wee bit of rest as and when needed, because we've got Jack and Lundstrom. I was pretty critical of Lundstrom last season, but I do think he started to come on to a game towards the end of the season. Um, mm-hmm. So if you've got the likes of Jack, Lundstrom, Raskin, Cantwell, um, like you say, if Lawrence comes back, Hadji obviously play, they play maybe slightly higher, but we've got like these kind of areas. I just I think Sifuentes, for me, is the, the position that we really need to get and sure up, because at the minute, Davies... I expect him to go. I expect us to get rid of him this summer if we, we can, you know, get a decent weight fee in for him. Mm-hmm. But that would be where I would want a midfield for me, more prioritising that that rather than the, the left centre back. Um, so, like, Kenny, speaking about that, then, how do you, with the signings that have come in, how do you think that we are going to sort of go about the season next year in terms of formation, lineups? What we, right now, what's your favourite, your, your preferred starting lineup? I mean, looking at it, if everybody's fit, if everybody is fit, um, obviously that's a, a massive if. Uh, 
I think it will be a four-two-three-one with a with a change in personnel within the midfield, depending on who we're playing, um, depending on how attacking he wants to be within the midfield. But I'd, I'd, I think the days of a a kind of out and out winger type at the club have kind of run its numbers a wee bit. I think we are more attacking midfielders or inside forwards or whatever way you want to look at it. I don't think Bill really wants to play with an out out an out and out winger. So I do see a, a very dynamic midfield um five, if you like, a kind of dynamic midfield five. Um I don't think you'll ever take away the sitting role. I think Lundstrom, Raskin, Jack, I think they're your kind of three that would be involved in that and then that's what I mean by Sequentes who's very much box to box even Lawrence to an extent could probably play number 8 um, so I I expect a kind of 4-2-3-1 four, four, obviously there's there's everybody speaking about the 3-5-2 or the 3-2 whatever it would be 3-2 3-2-3-2 is that right yeah 3-2-3-2 I think that's right when we could we could play we could play 2 up front which again would be interesting to see and I think that's more Horses for courses kind of thing. Um, I think it would be interesting to see in some games. And I expect to see quite a lot of experimentation to an extent within the the upcoming um, the upcoming friendlies, the upcoming pre-season friendlies. Uh, Bill, I would say we are, I would say we're two away from recruitment in the way being done, uh, possibly three, but I think we're two or three away from that um, and I, I don't think that I don't think the the seventh signing's too far away I say with Sifquentes I think that's 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 soon um, I would I would be expecting that generally by the end of this week but I don't know if that's been delayed because um, the Dessels one took a wee while to get over the line that might be announced early next week um, but th- that's my thinking mate I think it'll be a more four two three one the majority of the time with the the option of moving to a kind of three two three two if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I I kind of agree that that would probably it would be that four two kind of three one or four two, maybe a four two 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 kind of formation. You know, that, yeah, yeah. You play because right now I would say just looking at who we've got, my starting lineup. If we were to play a game tomorrow that we needed to win, would probably be Butland and goals. Tav, Goldson, Suter. I'm still struggling with the left back. <laughs> you know, probably Yilmaz. I think we're just trying to give Yilmaz his chance. But it's just, it like be. you say, because we're playing so narrow, Barisic gives you that option of bombing up and giving you the wee bit of width on the on the wing like Tab does on the right hand side. Um, midfield a Jack Raskin and Cantwell, and then Lammers, Dessers, and Sima um, up top. CGM makes it. CGM I don't have Dylan. No, CGM. Yeah. I don't have. I don't have Dylan. Certainly, I think Ryan's Ryan's really really keen to see Dylan. I think he's probably the biggest advocate for him. But for me at the moment, I don't see where he fits in. He could completely prove me wrong, Carney. I don't know what your thoughts are. Well, I think he's he's another one that's kind of slipped under the radar now, isn't he? Um, he's just kind of, I think everybody, he was brought back to everybody's attention when he nailed Alex Lowry in training. <laughs> in the training videos that everybody seen, I think everyone was like, oh, there's Dill, yeah. So obviously it's good to, it's good to see that he's not, he's not scared of getting stuck in, especially in training. Uh, but, He's probably another one that's thinking, right, there's, it's quite crowded within my position and I'm going to need to make make a name for myself. Dale could be one of them. He could be one of them that you're kind of shocked by. I mean, even when Lawrence came in, um, Ali was banging the drum about him. Um, 
when Lawrence was signed, and quite like, rightly so. But at the time, I didn't know very much about him, as I say, without painting the wall again and telling you all for the millionth time that I don't watch very much of other football. Um, I'm, I'm quite arrogant and just tend to watch Rangers quite a lot, uh, or most of the time, anyway. So I would, I've got, I still want to see that. Of course, I'm excited to see Dowell as well, but the. The big shiny new striker is always going to take the forefront of your mind when you when you go out and you spend money on him. So, but no, you've got a, you've got a cracking point. Um, you don't have a cracking point. Dill could be a real a real. Um, I don't want to say dark horse. That's probably the wrong terms. But it could be a a welcome surprise. Um, a, a Rod Wallace type culture. player. Yeah, yeah, possibly. A Rod yeah. Wallace type player that kind of comes in and just takes everything by storm. And, you know, one of those, I quite like that. That would be very good if that happens. But, you no, know, like I say, all the signings we've made so far, you know, they, they look very promising. Um, yeah, so what else can we speak about on them? Any more people that you could see coming in, or is it just kind of those, obviously, we've spoken about, spoken about uh, Danilo, Cifuentes, and that left centre back? Can you see any other areas where we need someone coming in? Paul, I don't know, mate. Um, it's, it's a difficult one now because we, we still don't know about the outs. I think the outs are the, the outs are the point that we'll need to address the situation because I don't. Everybody's for sale. We, we've always said that at the club for the right amount of money. Everybody's for sale, uh, but maybe the, maybe goalkeeper, possibly maybe a, a third study if you like goalkeeper because uh, as I say, I expect unless McLaughlin's accepted that he's going to be third choice, um, but. Really, mate? No. If we get if we get the left, depends what happened in defence with the left sided um, centre half. If we get that sorted with Quentes coming in, and then put, I mean, if Danilo comes in as well, I'm 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 going to be I'm going to be pretty happy if that's the way that we finish this transfer window with the incomings that we have. Or be yourself, anybody that you any area that you think or position that you think that we could be looking at. The position I think we need to look at is um, left back for me because I'm still not entirely sure what's happening with Barisic. If we offer Barisic mm. a contract extension, don't know if we're not going to offer Barisic a contract extension, I would try and get rid of him, get some money back. Not because I don't like him, but not because I don't think he can offer us something. I know an awful lot of people don't really like Barisic because he ha- he is a bit of a liability for when we come up against Celtic, the way that we lose goals there. Same with Tav, though, rightly. That their strengths are, you know, what they do for us going forward more than it is as defending. Um, but depending on what happens there, I think we're maybe a wee bit light in the left-back position. I think someone had made that uh, point in the comments as well that said, you know, if Yilmaz gets an injury, we're very, very light because you're then potentially asking Sterling or uh, young Adam Devine to kind of fill in not their kind of natural, natural position. position. So I'd maybe, I'd maybe look there. Um, but... No, I think if we can get like Cifuentes, um, Danilo, and a left centre back, it'd be that Panzo, be that Trusty. I think is another one that's kind of getting banded about. That's right. No, I think we'd be, we'd, to me, we'd be looking pretty solid, and it would all depend on then our outgoings. And we'll speak about our outgoings, Carney, after a word from our sponsors. After a word from our sponsors, and I'm taking one for the team to give Scotia a wee break from his hosting duties, he can get a wee puff while I do while I do so. So yes, time for a word from our sponsors. It's time to mind your manholes with Manscaped. Everybody's aware by now that nose hairs are a major turn-off. That's why Manscaped have released the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. With improved blades and motors, you can feel the power in the palm of your hands. Save money and attack your nose and ear hairs by going to manscaped.com and using the code CLUB at 
at 22 to get 20% off and free shipping. Our friends over at Manscaped are helping you enjoy summer's air fresh by using the Weed Whacker 2.0 on all your face whole hair. Also, the Weed Whacker 2.0 will be on all of Manscaped's tool sets, including the Platinum Package 4.0 and the Performance Package 4.0. So no matter what you pick, you will receive the new Weed Whacker nose, ear, nose and ear trimmer. Let Manscaped be part of your daily grooming routine, ensuring no hair is ever out of place. It's time to level up your grooming game. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. From below to up top, get the best in grooming at Manscaped. Your nose, ears, body and your balls. What will they do, Scotia? They will thank you. They will. They thank will. You. And we thank, thank you. We thank Manscaped for their continued support of the podcast. <laughs> we do, and just a quick announcement: Manscaped are staying with us into next season as well, which is absolutely superb. So, yes, to everybody that has used our code and wants to go and use our code, please do so because you're helping support this podcast. And thank you to Manscaped, very much appreciated. Yes, indeed. Yes. So, as I was saying before that, we um, promo push there um outgoings now where shall we start well, do you want to start with the wild rumors i seen um uh, justin muir actually has yes, put there about um gerard obviously stephen gerard just recently just um, joined that team out in saudi arabia it seems everyone's going to saudi arabia at the minute they're pushing pushing the saudi arabian what is it Durham's over in saudi arabia yeah I think that's where I think that's where Ryan is. I think Ryan signed for the the club at twenty two equivalent podcast in Saudi Arabia, mate, and he's he's oh, the, away the there. The Jeddah loyal, the Jeddah loyal. The Jed, yeah, I think I think that's where he is, mate. Yeah, so no, this this is just it's bonkers, really. This whole Saudi Arabia situation, it really is. Um, we everybody knows why they're going there. That's the thing. I just don't really see it having much appeal in terms of a kind of footballing spectacle. Everybody is there for two years to get. 10 million quid tax-free and then come back home again. <laughs> so I don't blame players for doing it. I generally don't. I mean, if you offered me 10 million quid to go and work in Saudi Arabia for two years, I'd probably take it. Um, but, I mean, it's just all a bit... I don't know. It, it doesn't... It's uh, it's strange. It's just strange. It's just it's, it's, it's just all kind of false. Do you know what I mean? It's not... I don't get a... I'm not particularly excited by any of it. But I, Gerard going there after saying he wasn't... Hmm, wonder why. Yeah, yeah, indeed. But obviously on that Gerard one, there's been a few kind of things floating about that I did pick up on. And I do honestly think these are kind of wild speculation. I think the first one that I kind of seen come out, and to be honest, I don't think there's any substance in it, but it was that Gerard potentially sniffing about Scott Wright. You know what? Possibly. I mean, I, I've said before, I, Scott Wright's a decent enough wee player, but he's just he's not grown from when he joined us. He's not kind of moved on to where I would want him to move on. I don't know about you. So he's one of those players, Jim Sloan. That is absolutely Jim fantastic. Sloan. Thank you very much. Jim. Thank you, Jim, mate. Much appreciated. Good to see you, mate. Thank you so much. Yeah, but like I say, like he's not kind of moved on, and I don't see a space for him in the team that way the way that Beale's going to set up, the way that Beale's brought these players in. So I think right going out probably the right option. It obviously is um going to be you're losing that Scottish trained player, you know, that we talk about. Um so yeah, the, the, is that a reason to keep him around? Possibly, but is it unfair on him, unfair on us? But what do you think about this? That rumor that came out about um, Scott Wright, and then thank you, uh, yeah. Big Harry. I'm not going to say. It. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> thank you, Harry. No, no. Yeah, thank you, Big Harry. And yes, like leave Scotia alone. He's allowed to wear a Scotland top if he wants. He's allowed to wear a Scotland top if he wants. <laughs> um, the Scott, the Scott Wright one. 
if I was Scotland and I was linked to Saudi Arabia, I'd be rubbing my hands together. <laughs> I'd be going, you absolute beauty. How you take it? I think this is another one just kind of just paper talk, mate. I know absolutely zero about the club that Steven Gerrard has joined. Nothing. Couldn't even tell you what colour strip they were. No got a clue, mate. Literally no idea at all. Um, so... Is it? I think it's an easy link. I do. I think Scott Wright isn't going to be one that continues on at Rangers. I think he will be one that has moved on. I think he was linked by Preston um, for a while, uh, and obviously nothing's really came of it. So I, I don't see Scott Wright sticking about, and I do think it's a. Um, I think it's paper talking, clickbait more than anything else, mate. To be honest. I mean, if it's true, I'd, if I was Scott Wright, I'd be biting Gerard's hand off. I really would. Um, as you say, there's no disrespect to him, but uh, Scott Wright's always one of those players that I really wanted to work out, mate. I've said it a million times before. Any player that comes to us from Aberdeen, I want to be a roaring success because it does my stepdad's head in because he's, a, he's an Aberdeen fan. So no matter who it is, uh, and that, that's not only why I love Ryan Jack, but it is a part of why I love Ryan Jack because he absolutely detests him as well. So it helps me love him even more. But uh, Scott Wright will move on, I think, from Rangers. I don't think his future is at Ibrooks next season or beyond, um, even if he is to stay. I think he's one of the ones that's probably been told that you can prob- you can find another club. Um, you're not really going to fit the style. And it's a shame. It's one of those ones that just didn't quite work out for him. Um, he had a few important goals for us, no doubt. No, um, A Scottish Cup winner is nothing to be sniffed at um, from, a, from a player. So you can't really um, take anything away from him in regards to that. But... Uh, it's just one of those ones that I think he'll be, he will be moved on. But to Saudi, I don't know. We need to wait and see about that one, mate. It's the other one that I think's even more ridiculous, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no. On Scott Wright, you know, you mentioned that the goal in the, the, the Scottish Cup final, but he also set up Kamara um, for the the first goal against Leipzig at Ibrooks as well. You know, yes. had a had an yes. important kind of important impact in that latter end of the season. You know, he he, he, he has um, given us decent moments, Scott Wright. But like I say, probably just not got to the level that I think perhaps we wanted him. Hope that he would maybe when Gerard was here, hope that he would. Um but yeah, the ridiculous the more ridiculous rumor that came out as well. And this um I didn't reply to this in our group chat because I was like, you guys are having a laugh then. Um, but some of some of our group chat um seemed to be quite keen in this idea. Not for me, I'd say, but that was um the rumor that um Tav was the the other player that they were looking at. I wouldn't want that to happen. Don't know about you. No, I, I wouldn't want that to happen either. Uh, to be honest, look if it's if if it's going to happen, and if if it, if there is any ounce of truth in it, then Gerard knows that he's not going to come in here and put three million pound down the table, and Rangers will accept it. Uh, James Tavenier is very much settled in Scotland. He's very much his family are settled. He's happy here. He's a, a massive part of this club. He's a Hall of Famer, all of the above. So it would have to be a pretty significant offer for us to even consider it. There he is, Justin Muir. Thank you so much, mate. Really do appreciate it. Ali's not here. God bless America. And that's God bless America. He's thanking me for Monday because me and, me and Dave have been sidetracked here. Remind me where I was and I'll come back to it. Um, me and David Edgar were talking about how, just how much this we're a global a global club. And I mentioned that Justin uh, and Andrew tune in with each other. And they, one lives in America, one lives in uh, the UK. And they, they, they sit and they, they watch the pod together because it's the only time they can do it, which is that's brilliant, man. It's absolutely class. That still blows my mind that it happens. But Justin, thank you very much, mate. James Tavenier, I remember where I was. <clears throat> It would need to be. It would need to be a silly amount of money, mate. Because 
he's he's our right back, whether people like it or not, and and I know a lot of people don't, and it hurts people, but and it really upset people when you say it. But James Tavernier is our captain. James Tavernier is our right back, and James Tavernier starts every game that he's fit enough to start, and it is as simple as that. It's not going to change anytime soon, and this season for me particularly not. I don't think there's any danger that Tav is our starting starting right back. Um, hence why I think, well, as we were saying earlier about the formations, that we'll see four, two, three, one more than often than not because it suits Tavernier. Um, but as you say, every, every player's for sale. If some, if, if what if they come in with what twelve million, ten, twelve million, I think the club would have to accept it, and then it would be up to James Tavernier from there. You would have to accept it. You can't, you can't turn that down. Um, for the age that he is, the stage of the career that he's in, um, he's his career that he's at. Uh, you can't turn something like that down. But I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's just absolute paper talk again, mate. It was one of those ones when I seen. I just went, no. I kind of poo pooed it in my own head straight away. I went, that's that's that isn't going to happen. What's your what's your sell on price for Tavernier, mate, to Saudi? Oh, right now, um, I'm more than twelve. I'm going twenty million. Twenty million. <laughs> twenty million. I, 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 Tav had a person. Well, I, I'm selling Kamara for six million. Remember, mate. So you know that's I'm, true. I'm, yes, I'm, that's chasing, I'm chasing true. The, the money. Um, I think Tav, by his own standards, had a poor season last year. Obviously, it's, again, similar to Lundstrom, towards the end of the season, grew into it. Um, mm. But was that a hangover with how well he played the season before? You know, that was a long, long season. Um, you know, with that run to Seville. Um, I was expecting a wee bit of hangover from the whole team, but the whole team kind of twenty p curry muncher, not a chance, not Honestly, a chance. Curry. Come on, curry, um, pull your socks up. But that's a wee bit as well. Like obviously we've got Sterling and Divine there, but I don't know if we need to kind of future proof that right back role more, or we change the way that we play the right back because obviously Tav's been a bit of an anomaly, and maybe similar to Kenny Hutton in that regard that it was a player that done something completely different. You know, played you know how important it is in terms of goals and assists, but. Yeah, I like you. I think that is complete, complete fantasy and rumor mill going mental. Yeah. Twitter coming up with, with crazy ideas. I, I honestly don't think that um, the amount of money that's flying around in Saudi Arabia. I don't think um, the Scottish Premiership is going to be a massive market. Let's just put it that way. There's been one that's moved already, but I, I don't see them coming in for many more. Yeah, um, in terms of the other. You mean- you did mention Twitter there. Just so everybody knows, we're keeping up with with the youth, with the kids. We're on Threads, everybody. So the new thing, the new twi- Twitter equivalent. If you can give us a wee follow on that, that'd be much appreciated. Sorry, Scotia. Just right. can you explain it to me what Threads is? Like, I've seen someone mention it's, it's, it. It's Instagrams. It's Instagrams alternative to Twitter because Twitter is right. it's becoming a bit of a farce, really. We Elon Musk. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's a bit of a joke now. And um, what's going on with that side? So Threads is the, the equivalent. It looks pretty much exactly the same as. Twitter does um, pretty much the same kind of thing, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's an alternative to it. I think there's quite a lot of people signed up to it. To be fair, all the all Rangers pods and media and Rangers are officially on that as well. So, um, but I'm just letting everybody know we're on Threads. So if you're on Threads, give us a wee follow. Thanks very much. <laughs> gallant pioneer, no, you're okay there, gallant. No, I'll need to. I'm not I'm not signing up for that gallant pioneer. Um, not for me, but um, I'll <laughs> that's Ali's app for Threads. I, yeah. That's Ali's favourite app, that one. <laughs> yeah, um, but in terms of, um, obviously those are the wild rumours, but we've obviously, the other players that you expect to leave this summer, um, there's one that I kind of think might, that I'm gutted to say might, but um, who are you kind of expecting? Am I going to need to guess who you think gutted, gutted that might be leaving? Uh, oh, Yanis Hadji, mate. Yes, Yanis Hadji, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, 
I think he's a strong candidate, mate. I think he's in that bracket of of moving on, um, Yanis Hadji. There's a number of reasons for it. One off the off the bat, mate. I will say I think it would be it would be pretty unfortunate for him. Um, I think he quite likes the club. Um, I think he likes to be here. I think he, he he clearly has fallen in love with the club. But ultimately, it's we don't really get to see what's going on behind the scenes in terms of his actual fitness because we all know that he's he's from what we've seen at the end towards the end of last season he wasn't he wasn't really close to being completely match fit and now he's in a he's in a He's playing an area of a pitch that we have a lot of options, and it's it's options that money have been spent on. Um, so I can see Yanis Hadji moving on. Um, I can. I think it's uh, he's an asset in terms of his name, and in terms of the quality of the player that he is as well. I think Yanis Hadji is a good player. Um, I've absolutely no problem with saying that. I think his pace is always going to be his problem, uh, but the or the lack of pace is going to be his problem. But he's a good he's a good player. He's with a very very good attitude. But I think he's one of the assets that we could cash in on in order to balance the books, if you like, in order to kind of balance the books. So I wouldn't be shocked to see um, to see Yanis Hadji moving on. Even when I seen him getting linked with who was he linked with? Was he linked with a? a yeah, I think I think it was Lecce. Someone said that. I think that was that's in, right. Uh, yeah. Again, that was that. There was no substance. And, to that. and it, I always it will always be he'll always be linked to Galatasaray forever. Um, so it's a good bargaining chip for the club because they know Galatasaray will pretty much pay anything because their marketing team would have an absolute ball getting Yanis Hadji. Um, so yeah, but I think if Yanis Hadji is probably in the group of players that Rangers would be. Not difficult to deal with in terms of agreeing a fee for him to move. Yeah, I mean, I think Ali had mentioned this at some point during the season last year, um, that, and I was kind of grudgingly going like, you know what, if a, a decent offer like some of the people in the comment are saying there, then yeah, you probably do let him go because, like you say, we are kind of top heavy. But I look at Hadji and I think he's got a place in our team. It's one of those ones, obviously league priority, but you want to do well in Europe as well, particularly. If you know there's this option to get into the the club or, um, world cup um, in New York the following year, they want to do quite decent in Europe, and I think Hadji would suit that. Kenny being in a European side, um, like Blue Jester there said, Hadji would do better in a slower play, pace, place league. Totally agree. Um, similar to Kamara in many respects, I think. And mm-hmm. with that, that, I think you know he'd fly in a league, and I think he's one of those players that we'll definitely see move on in the summer because we probably do need to loosen up a wee bit of the wages if we're going to get the likes of Danilo in. But, I mean, that's something we, as fans, we always forget. Where's your wage budget sitting at? You know, obviously, but I would imagine buttons and quite a hefty wage. The Muir, the Muir family absolutely doing us an absolute solid tonight, man. Uh, thank you so Andrew much. Muir, thank you much. That is very, very much appreciated. Um, thank you so much, mate. That's that's absolutely great. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, what did you say? Sorry, <laughs> I got distracted because I just put that in. I know I was just talking about Hadji in terms of like better in a slower place league, but being good for European games and yeah, possibly yeah. I think that's why he, he kind of he, he was he was good in Europe for us. I think he was another one that had a bit of a purple patch for a while, and then he kind of dropped off before his injury. Um, I think people forget that he wasn't playing particularly well before he got a really bad injury. Uh, thank you very much, Finley, as well, mate. That's very Finley, much thank appreciated. You. Uh, thank you so much. Um, the, the, he wasn't playing particularly well, and obviously when he's come back, people are seeing 
seeing what he is just now. Um, I think pre-season, if there's ever going to be a pre-season that's critical to a player in the history of football um, for Hadji, this one is massive for him. This pre-season has to go well for him. Um, I'm not I'm not saying that I don't see a place for Hadji and Rangers going forward, because I do, I think, but I think he's got a hard task in front of him in order to get into the starting eleven based on who we've recruited. We are going to play at pace. I can like we are. We're going to be quick. Um, I think it's quite evident that we're going to be looking to move the ball quickly as well. And I'm not sure that's going to 100 keep up with Hadji. Um, or Hadji's going to be able to keep up with that. Apparently, uh, alternatively, alternatively, even so, it's uh, I would be I would be gutted to see him move on because I, I I really like Yanis Hadji generally. I really really do, but. Maybe just another one of those circumstances surrounding it that, and the, the the injury that he's had to go through that it just makes sense for both parties for him to move on. Yeah, I think one of the problems for me with Hadji and the perception that I think a lot of people have, obviously his pace, he is slow, but it doesn't help that he was playing in like the kind of right attacking area when we were kind of transitioning from Candace being out there as an out-and-out winger yeah. to moving more into the inside forward pens. I think he's, he's better in that inside 10 role kind of thing, but like you say, we've got an awful lot of players that can play in that position. So, yeah, potentially Hadji would be one. We spoke about Kamara, um, Cholak, potentially, obviously Davies. I, I reckon we'll probably try and cash him. It's, it's just not worked out for him. Um, the other one that I think we'll probably look to cash in on, um, Carney, and you'll be delighted with this, it's probably um, Rabi Matondo. Um, Hallelujah! Again, just hasn't worked out. Just hasn't worked out with <laughs> um, Matondo last year, did it? No, it didn't, mate. No, it didn't. Uh, I know. I should say, I'll, I'll always caveat what I'm going to say with that. I never want any Rangers player to be a failure when they come and play for us. Never, ever, ever. Um, I always want it to work. But this one is it baffles me. It does baffle me. Obviously, the initial thing that we seen him against um, West Ham, wasn't it? West Ham. Yeah, but the game he played really well. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he was fucking superb, superb. But he's, he's never got anywhere near that again for me. He's not even been close. It's another one that's just not worked. And not every signing is going to work. Like, let's be honest; it's not. It's never going to be the case. But I think we spent what three and a half million on Matondo. Is that right? Three million, three and a half million. Um, yeah, I think so. So. In terms of return of what we've had from that, we've had zero, in my opinion. We've had nowhere. We've had nowhere near it. Uh, and then Gallant Pioneers just said he's on quite a significant weekly wage as well. So yeah, no, that, that that's the big one for me. That's that's what I'm saying about offload him because I don't think the Danilo deal happens unless you offload. I think he's on something. I heard someone said something maybe up to about like twenty six grand a week. No, he's that's very very high. But I don't know how true that is. I don't. I mean, we don't have the insights to that, so that's just speculation from our part. But I, I wouldn't surprise me if he was on a high wage. Yeah, I think he probably is. Yeah, I think he probably is. It's it's one of those scratch your head moments for Ross Wilson. That one. Um, I I just don't get it. I just I just don't get it. It's a, a signing that's never worked. And okay, this the first glimpse that we've seen of him, it looked like it was going to, but then we've seen him time and time again after, and it was like, who is that? Who is this guy? Look, whether he's had a crisis of confidence as well, while being at the club and he can't really get any sort of form back and that seems to be affecting him, then, yeah, but that these kind of things happen. And it's not, I mean, it's it's football at the end of the day. It's not always going to work, but he's a very, very frustrating player for me um, and a player that I'm, I would be I would be very happy for him to, to move on. Um, I think that money can be spent much better elsewhere. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Looking at the time, I couldn't, didn't, can't quite believe that we've managed to get forty-seven minutes in so far. I was um, really worried that we were going to struggle um, for oh, things here. But something you'd mentioned in the group chat, I've not actually watched this. So, do you want to tell us about the um, Jack Butler press interview? I've not, I've not yeah. watched it yet. There's, um, there's going to be a few um, coming out over the next couple of weeks. Um, I believe um, I heard that in heart and hand. They'd said that there's going to be a few coming out coming weeks with players and probably the manager I would imagine but Butland was the first one to come out and speak really to the press in the press conference like way if you like um, I just like the way he talked mate. I think he was very impressive he's a very handsome man um, uh, and I, I think it's a he was a kind of breath of fresh air almost to the extent where he was very aware of us he was very aware of, the, of Rangers he was aware of our interest he said the interest has happened before but nothing really came to the point where he had to make a decision on it um, and he knows what and obviously when the decision was came round for him to come then he, he pretty much justified his reasons for coming um, which I thought was not important for him to do but obviously we're all very aware that he could have sat down in England and got paid 70, 80 grand a week to be a third choice goalkeeper and never never play a game of football um, and possibly win things. And he said the reason he joined Man United was because obviously it's such a huge club to be part of. It was a club that he supported as a kid. So he had the chance to go there and train and be part of it, which is absolutely fair enough. But he's most, the, the biggest thing for me is, is what he just clarified that we all probably b- believed was the case, that he wants to come and play football. He wants to be part of the team, not just the squad. He wants to be part of the team uh, and to, to win things. And he says this club is all about winning. And yeah, it is. And he, he got that absolutely spot on. I just thought we should have just quickly mentioned it, mate, because he was a, it was it was an, quite an impressive um Press, kind of press, first press appearance for him, um, for Rangers, uh, and I liked everything that he said, and it's good that he's he's confirmed that he's confirmed that he's here for the right reasons, mate. Um, don't get me wrong, Butland is on a wage. There is absolutely no doubt about it. He's going to be on a significant wage in order for him to be not convinced, but for him to make the decision as easy as possible for him to come here. But he is our number one. I don't think I've got any doubt that he will be number one next season. Yeah, no, I'll, I'm not, as I say, I'll need to go and, go and watch it. It sounds um, pretty interesting. And you know what? With Butland, it's grown more and more in me as the this summer transfer windows went on because I think everyone knows that I'm, I was quite comfortable with McCrory taking the gloves and going forward. I know an awful lot of other mm. people weren't, but the Butland one seems to, it's grown more and more on me as we go on. So, yeah, uh, I'll go and check that one out. Um, and Aldo McDot. thank you very much from day one, back in the days. What was it? Was it the Mirren game that you and Ali done the very first pod. Oh, I've got no Obviously, idea. Only Why are you asking me things with... like that? I've got no <laughs> sure idea. St. Mirren game and was that was December, December 2020? I think it was. Yes. Yeah, uh, it would have been. Was... Yeah, start of December Remember 2020, mate. Yeah, that's when we started. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's been a pleasure. Seems, it literally seems like a lifetime ago that, doesn't it? Like, it actually feels like, I, does, I, I yeah. can't remember, I can't remember not doing this podcast, if that makes sense. I don't remember my life without the mean. podcast. It, just, so. it, it, it comes into it so easily. It's probably the same, like, obviously you've got a son, it's probably the same, like, you can't remember right. your life before that. It's just, it becomes something like, Jim, Jim Sloan, what, what is, once what, again. What are you doing? You've already done mental, that. Jim. Thank you very much, Jim. Adrian Scott, you're th- oh, are you thinking about it, mate? Yeah. I'll quickly answer this. I, I look, the Patreon's a difficult one, right? It really is. Um, I don't ever want to lose sight for why we do this. Um, 
I can't thank you enough for the way you support us. And generally, I mean it. The the money that you give us, the money you pay, you donate, whatever. It's it's all going. It's all it all gets pushed back into the 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 pod one way or another. And it also gets pushed into the club anytime we've got enough to do so. Um, so I, I can't thank you enough. This is all about us just literally sitting having a chat with each other about about Rangers. Um, me and literally my three mates that I go to the football with. So um, I don't know, mate. My honest answer is I don't know. Um, I honestly don't know because this is... Uh, I love this. This is, I think if we were ever to move that and to do more, then we would probably need to recruit people and all that. I don't want to bore the life off you because we've all got full-time jobs outside of this, mate. We've got, I've, got a, I've got a boy, I've got family commitments, work commitments, etc. So a uh, missus that sometimes likes to see me. I don't really know why, but sometimes she likes to see me. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a difficult one. It's kind of up in the air just now, but even if we did, I want to say that for 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 certainty right now, even if we did decide to move to Patreon, this show here live on a Friday night would never change. We would always be here on a Friday night. Um so don't worry about that. We would, we would always we would always still be about there would always be a free pod, at least one free pod anyway. So um yes. Is your missus a Rangers fan, Scott? Yes, she is. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes, she is. And I thank I thank her dad for that because the rest of the, the mother side of the family are all Celtic fans. So yes, I she is a Rangers fan. Yeah, excellent. Right, no. Um yeah, that's just nearly there, Mark. But I Carney, I wanted to finish up with obviously this week it was announced that there is another friendly um for our pre-season warm-up. I think this will probably be it. I've, I've not as I say, I've not been keeping up with everything. That's well be it. Yes, that's well be it. Going to be it. Yeah. yeah. So we were um, announced um, earlier in the week that we will play Olympiakos uh, at Ibrox on July the twenty sixth. That's a Wednesday evening, um, the week after the Alan McGregor testimonial, which um, I seen Gallant Pioneer earlier in the comments put up that that is now officially sold out. Rangers have sold out that game for a testimonial. That is absolutely fabulous. Um, Carney, I'm really looking forward to this um, this game. As I've said before, I don't really know what to expect from it. Is it a testimonial? Is it going to be part of pre-season? Mm-hmm. But full house at Ibrox um, on a Tuesday night and just little over a week away. Yes, mate. Yeah, it's not long now. Not long to go now until we officially get back into things. Yes, I think it's going to be about half and half, mate. I think it. Obviously, Rangers played a closed door games today as well against a uh, against a Livingston team. The Livingston team that was mixed uh, the first team and the second, the, the B team, um, and it finished nothing each. So I I see it being a bit of experimental thing. I reckon there will be absolutely roll on, roll off subs kind of situation. I don't see it being a. A too strict a too strict a um, game, if you like. I think the rules will be relaxed slightly. Um, and unfortunately, I am not going. Um, I have family reasons for for me not going, but I I, I won't be able to make it. Justin, mate, thank you so much, mate. What, I, what is it? The heat tonight? God I thought it was America. God bless America. Two in a <laughs> row. You, you fancy? God bless. God bless America. Justin, thank you so much, mate. Um, thank you so much. That's very much appreciated. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, I'm not going as it stands. Anyway, I'm not going as as just now. Um, as I say, for 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 personal personal reasons, got that I'll be missing it. But as I say, some things you have to you have to put first. Um, but yeah, I think it's I'll I'll do my best to make sure that I see it. Um, and I, I I'm really looking forward to for the football to to kick off again. But for Rangers for Rangers fans to do that for Alan McGregor, am I surprised? No, because that's that's who we are. 
Yeah, no, really looking forward to it. Really actually hoping that um, get to see Tenali. I mean, that's probably one of the, the signings of the season um, of the summer. Is that because you used uh, to play Tenali. in the bloody Serie A, man? Honestly. <laughs> played, well, Milan, 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 Milano had to sell him, or they punted him. I don't think he really wanted to go, but that's a cracking signing for uh, Newcastle. Um, so looking forward to that one. And we promise you, everyone, four of us should be back at some point next week with a very special show leading up um, to that game yeah. as well. So keep your, yeah. your eyes peeled for that one. But the Hamburg game, Carney, that one's looking exciting. And obviously, I don't have, have we announced it in the pod? Do you want to announce it in the pod for the Hoffenheim we, game? We are going to, uh, we're going to Germany, yeah. yeah. We'll see see where the Olympiacos game got announced, right? I, was, I breathed a sigh of relief. I really did. Because anybody that is going to Hoffenheim will know it's not the easiest place to get to. I mean, well, it's not difficult, but you know what I mean? It's not a case of you fly yeah. to a city and you walk to a football stadium. It's not really it's not really like that. So um, I was like, see if they announced like, I don't know, something, just something easier. I would have been like, oh, of course, uh, of course, like, I've decided to go to the, the, the one that's slightly more obtuse and to get to but no uh, yes we the th- possibly four of us but three of us are definitely going to Hoffenheim ever uh, discusses yet to make up his mind but me Ali and um me Ali and Ryan have already booked up so very much looking forward to that mate and the Hamburg game that's the one that's the one where I know things are nearly there and nearly there because I'm buzzing for that I'm buzzing to see the Hamburg fans and that as well mate and interact with them hopefully we get to see a few down uh, Paisley Road and the pubs and stuff that'd be really good to see there's a, a great relationship between the two sets of fans and the two clubs so that's when I'll be that's the one that's marked in my my, my diary mate is the, the 22nd I, yeah, I cannot wait for that mate yeah, no, like I say, that's that's almost a, only a week almost away until we're back at iBooks. We're back talking almost daily about the football. Like I say, I've maybe taken a wee bit of a step back this week, not really looked at anything, but you no, know, that's definitely going to change in the next week or so. Um, I think that'll do us, Carney. So I want to thank you very much for your time this evening. It's my pleasure, Scotia. Absolutely my pleasure, mate. Um, thank you, chat. Thank you, everybody in the chat. Thank you, all the kind comments after me having my wee rant about the having my wee say about the pod and where we're going to go with it and all the donations as well you're all you're all bonkers you're all bonkers but it means a world to us generally means a world to us um, hope everybody enjoys their weekend and as Scotia said we'll hopefully be back with a wee special um, next week before the before the McGregor game so keep your eyes peeled for that Yes, like Carney says, thank you very much for everyone in the comments for getting involved. Thank you to all the people that donate and as always if we could just ask if you could tell all your friends like, share, subscribe and promote this podcast so that we can go to the next level. It's a pleasure speaking to you every week and when we can at other times. We have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Enjoy your weekend, everybody.